welcome to livealittlehigher.com. We continue learning Hovos Halevavot, the book of Rabbi Bahia Ibn Pakuda. We're in the Gate of Self-Accounting, chapter three of the second book. And today, Rabbi Pakuda tells us, one should make a personal accounting regarding how he makes provisions for his subsistence in advance. Like, if a person is gonna go, like for example, a Jewish, religious, from person is gonna go somewhere, and there's no kosher food, he has to make provisions in order to be able to get to that place and make sure he's not gonna die of hunger. So he buys tuna cans, he buys uh, crackers, he buys kind bars, he buys cereal, he takes um, uh, milk that is, uh, that is powder milk. He, he makes a whole luggage full of things that will sustain him while he's traveling. So the same way Rabbi Pakuda, he says that a person has to make provisions in his life. We're travelers, we're travelers, we're here traveling. We're not here to stay, we're here to travel. This is our journey. So he says that, that we must also have provisions in our life in the same way, and he says in his words, brother, my brother, we must be ready for the appointed time and be prepared for the long journey to the other world. So what he's saying is, that in this world, people accumulate, accumulate, they, they, they fill their luggage with things that are not gonna be needed in the world to come. Uh, people come here and they're mesmerized, glitter, 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 material world. And I'm not saying it's not, you cannot have it and you cannot enjoy it. That's not the purpose. You can have it and you can enjoy it, but you, can, you have to elevate it. You have to always use it for the service of Hashem. And that's what he's saying is like, don't come to this world and forget that you're journeying, that you're going somewhere else. You have to get ready for the next world. You have to get ready for the world that you're gonna go to. And so he says, you have to think about this. You have to think that there's gonna be a day where you're not gonna be in this world anymore. And so you have to prepare your luggage to take to the world to come, your, your kosher food. And in, in reality, in the world to come, in the, in the Olam Abba, you're not gonna need your, your, ba your purse and you're not gonna need your car and you're not gonna need clothes and you're not gonna need food and you're not gonna need any of these things. You're not taking anything. You're not even taking your socks. There's a, a story of um, Reich, Reichman, a, a Moshe Reichman from Canada that he passed away and he left in the will to his sons that to please bury him with his favorite pair of socks. And in Jewish religion, it is forbidden. You go the way you came. Nobody dresses you. you they put a shrub on, on top of you and then you go. But you, you're not, you don't take anything with you, nothing. And he was a very true man, very, very God-fearing. And so the sons didn't know what to do. Like what a weird request that my father is asking us to, to do. So they went to all the rabbis, they asked for a heter, they asked for permission, like this is the only thing he asked. No, 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 your father is already in the world of truth. And he understands that he cannot take his socks. Okay, they buried him. A week later, after the Shiva was done, there was another document and they opened the document with a lawyer. He was very, very, very wealthy. And he left in this document all the money to his children and he said to them, you see, 
that I couldn't even take my, my favorite pair of socks. So you're not gonna take anything with you, <laughs> nothing. So please use this money for good. And this is what Rabbi Pakuda is teaching us here is like, what you really take with you is your, your goodness, your, your, your masim tovim, your acts of kindness, your, the Torah you learned, the prayers you did, everything that's spiritual in your life, this is what you take with you, that's it. So we come into this world, we forget that we're, we're, we're gonna die one day, we accumulate all these things that we don't need, and then when we go, we, we, live, we leave the world like naked, like with nothing. And, and, and this is the, what he's saying. Then he says, one should make an accounting with himself as to the length of his stay in this world and observing the sudden death of other living beings. Whether human or other forms of life consider the nearness of his own end, the approach of his own death. He should consider this when observing how death comes without one having prior knowledge of it, without a hint. So he says, like, people think they're gonna come to this world and they're never gonna go. Like, people think, no, I'm never gonna die. I'm gonna live forever. And, and this is the wrong approach because in many, in many ways it's a wrong approach because you're gonna lose time, you're gonna lose your potential, you're gonna lose your ability to be the best that you can be. And, and, and this is what Rabbi Pakuda is saying, is like, hello, look around you, people die. People die, people go, young people, old people, sick people, not sick people, there's, people die, like the reason they die is not why they die, they, they had to have that so they could die because Hashem gives you a time limit in this world, you're born with a time limit. Some people come for a hundred years, some people come for two years, one day, whatever it is, but we have to really think about this every day, not to the point that you're gonna get depressed and, 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 and anxious, but to the point in which it will empower you to look at your life like a privilege, like you have a gift, which is life, and you have so much opportunity in this world to do things that are amazing. I remember once I heard a, a shiur from a Rebetzin, and she was saying that, when Mashiach, when Mashiach comes, we're gonna miss this world. We're gonna miss it. Because when Mashiach comes, you're not gonna have poor people to feed. You're not gonna have sick people to go and visit. You're not gonna have to pray for sick people. You're not gonna have poor people that you have to give money to. You're not gonna have all these opportunities, the old lady to cross the street, to be kind, to be nice. You're not gonna have these opportunities because there's not gonna be any more Yetzer Hara when Mashiach comes, everything's good. There's no, no dark when Mashiach comes. So it's in these times that we have, this is a world of opportunity, this is a world in which we have a chance to really, to really leave, leave an, an effect in the world. And, and you know what, I, I lost a friend last week, two, actually I'm not gonna say like two friends, and what really struck me is how much love they were, the amount of love they generated in their life, the amount of people that loved them. Their Tehillim didn't stop for one minute. The people were praying and praying and praying nonstop. People were devastated when they left because these were people who really left something in this world that was 
was precious, and that is the love they gave to other people and the, and the goodness they gave to the other people. And so this is what we have to really think in our lives. What am I living here? What am I doing here? Am I leaving an imprint and I'm doing something in this world that I'm gonna leave it better than the way I found it? You know, there's people who, who just go to a place and they leave it worse than how they got there. And this is not the approach. The approach is, okay, what, what, not what I need, what am I needed for? I'm in this place, what does this place need to be better than when I arrived? So, so it says, rather it can befall the living in any season, at any time, in any place, a person should think of himself as if the king had placed a deposit in his charge without setting a date for his return. We have to look at our lives like an investment from Hashem. Hashem invested in you. He brought a soul, he emanated a soul, he brought it down to this world, he put it in a body, and he gave you all the things that you need in order to be able to fulfill your purpose and your mission in this world, which is to bring godliness to the world, to be a godly revelation, to bring light to the world in your own special uh, way, with your own special ingredients. And, and a person should look at his life in this way, like, okay, Hashem made an invest in, investment in me. He put money into me. I cannot, I cannot go back and, and, and have all this debt where I, didn't, where I didn't do what he put his money to. So we see that there's an analogy in which it says, consider someone with an outstanding debt with no specific time set for repayment. He must expect his creditor at any time. He will have no peace of mind until he repays him. When a person reckons with himself how long he has lived in this world and remembers that many of his friends have gone by, many of his friends have died before him, he should look at himself as, as not superior to these people that left this world before them. He will then limit his worldly aspiration and aspire for his later end. He will give thought to the provisions he will need when he sets out on his journey, and he will reckon with himself before the day of reckoning. And the wise remarked, he who has placed death before him has improved himself. The wise one said, and this is King Solomon, the thoughts of the wise are in the house of mourning. Better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting, for that is the end of every man. Let the living then meditate in his heart. And at the end in Tehillim it says, man is like a breath. A breath. Life goes like this. It's a breath. And so it's not how many years you live, it's how you live the years you're given. A person can live a small amount of time and live an, an enormous an enormous uh, impact in the world, and you can have a person that lives 100 years and doesn't leave any impact. So this is the, the lesson of Rabbi Pakuda today. I wish you a blessed week, and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.